Hill with the starting lineup. Being off and playing shortstop will be Tony Kubek. Batting in the second position and playing left field, Bob Sir. Out in center field, hitting third is Mickey Mantle. Hitting in the cleanup spot and playing first base will be the Moose, Bill Scarron. Playing right field in place of the ailing Roger Maris and batting fifth will be Yogi Berra. Elston Howard doing the catching and hitting in the sixth position. Playing third base and batting seventh will be Cletus Boyer. Bobby Richardson hitting in the eighth spot and playing second base. And as we told you, doing the pitching and batting ninth, the right-hander Bill Stafford. For the Boston Red Sox, leading off playing second base, Pete Runnels. Willie Chasby will be the center fielder, batting second. Playing left field and hitting in the third position, Ed Williams. In the cleanup spot will be Vic Worth playing first base. Malzone will be batting fifth and playing third base. Doing the catching, hitting in the sixth position, Jim Pagliaroni. In right field, batting seventh will be Lou Clinton. Don Budden is the shortstop, batting eighth, and doing the pitching and batting ninth will be Billy Muppet. They have broken up the huddle at home plate. And there go the Red Sox out on the field. goes out to the mound. The public address announcer is getting ready to make the announcement. I will now have our national anthem.
Kubek leading off. Right-hander Billy Muffet with a record of 4-2. Pitching some good ball. Delivers high, ball one. Beats the Tigers 8-4 and 1-0 in successive starts July 31st and August 7th. Pitch is outside for a ball. Beat the Yankees 9-5 in relief July 10th and his only appearance against them. Came to the Red Sox after the season began. His first appearance for him was June 25th. The next delivery is outside, ball three.
away, and up comes Bill Scowan, hitting 316. Mantle is batting 273. The veteran Ted Williams drawing the plotted to the crowd with a sparkling running one-hand grab of Bob Sturb's lethal base hit. And he almost turned it into a double play. Certainly, he changed the complexion this inning. Two outs and one off. The pitch is a slow curve in there for a strike. Starter, or rather, uh, the 
this year. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a slight pop down the right field line. Foul. Scouring after it. Can't get it. Foul play. quite high enough for Moose to get under and wait. He had to keep digging, and the ball's just beyond the reach of his outstretched glove. Chicago and Cleveland scoreless at the end of an inning. Shaw and Perry. Watching nothing. Baltimore batting in the first inning. Here's the delivery now to Tasby. And it's inside. Ball two, two and one. One strike. Now the pitch. Inside again. Ball three. Three and one. Trying to keep that ball in on him. Jasby now takes a look at Billy Herman coaching his third for his hitter take sign. Three balls. One strike. Right-hander Stafford pitch. In there. Strike two. Full count. Fastball. Yankee outfield tonight consists of Serb in left, Mantle in center, and Barra in right. Yogi shifts a couple of steps more to right center now. Full count on Tasby. And the payoff pitch. Swung on, ground ball hit back through the middle, and it's in there for a base hit. Kubek actually fielded the ball, has just got through, and here's Ted Williams coming up. Looking it over and over, looking at it. <laughs> two balls, two strikes. 
Nasby with the lead. And the pitch. Swung on. A little tap to the mound. Stafford has it. Throws to second. They got one. Kubek back to first. It's safe. second. Stafford to Kubek with Williams feeding the relay on the first base. In a high chop to the mound. Now Bickworth steps up, hitting 293. You know, in all the uh, proper glory given to Ted Williams and his uh, great achievements, magnificent achievements of his uh, relatively advanced age as a player, they kind of overlooked what this man here has been doing. The pitch is outside for a ball. Vicks had 15 homers and 78 runs batted in. A man uh, whom many thought that threw his baseball a few years ago with the Cleveland when he had a mild attack of polio, but he fought back. 35 years old. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's a drive in the left. But right at top serve and the side's retired. No runs. One hit. No errors. And one left on. And so it's the end of the first inning of play. New York nothing. And Boston nothing. One more game here tomorrow afternoon. Then the Yankees move on to Washington for the weekend. And, of course, we will resume uh, uh, this for the benefit of people in the metropolitan area. Our telecasting on Friday night, Saturday afternoon and Sunday. And the Yankees return to the stadium on Tuesday night, the 23rd, with the Chicago White Sox, leading the Western Clubs into the stadium for the final time this year. Every game is crucial now. That they haven't always been, but you know, they, as you get closer to the end, there's less margin for error. Tuesday night, the 23rd, Wednesday afternoon, the 24th, the Chicago White Sox. And then that uh, triple packed weekend. A twi night doubleheader with Cleveland on Friday night, the 26th, the Saturday afternoon doubleheader on the 27th. The twi nighter starts at 6 o'clock, the afternoon doubleheader at 2 on Saturday, and the doubleheader with Detroit on Sunday at 2. Then Kansas City, Tuesday night the 30th, then Wednesday afternoon, another doubleheader, and that's with Kansas City on the 31st. Yogi Berra at bat in the second inning. Right-hander Billy Muffet's pitch is outside for a ball. Berra batting 308. Howard and Boyer to follow. The pitch is inside for a ball, 2-0. Cleveland scoreless end of two. Washington Baltimore scoreless end of an inning and a half. The delivery to Yogi in there for a strike. And in a tremendous game, the Cubs beat the Dodgers one to nothing, getting one in the ninth inning as this afternoon. Yogi swings the next pitch and a long drive to deep right. Going after it is the right fielder, Cutton. He makes the catch right at the barrier. Yogi sent Clinton to the barrier in right center for his long drive. Philadelphia nothing, Pittsburgh batting in the first thing. The other two games play to start. Elston Howard comes up, hitting 249. No score, first half to second inning. 
pitch to Ellie as the curveball outside. Ball one. Muffet's pitch. Swung on and fouled off. A one-one strike. The Red Sox have won eight out of the last 13 games.
Muffet delivers. Bobby swings. It's a foul. Back to first. It's out of play. Just forget all about the records. When they get together, it's uh, an honored traditional rivalry. discussions here and there, but it's a wonderful thing. One ball, two strikes. Two men out in the second inning, no score. Muffet pitch, swung on and missed the one for a low fastball. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left off. At the end of an inning and a half, New York nothing and Boston nothing. W.O.K.O. Albany, batting 286, 11 homers, 65 runs batted in. Rookie Bill Stafford with the windup and the pitch, low ball one. Bill's the newest member of the Yankee Stafford. Uh, now the pitch. Swung on, bounce short, short. Kubek takes it on two hops, throws on over to Skyron, and Malzone is retired. One away. You know, the last two days we've seen an awful lot of folks retired. Naturally, in a, the, the ultimate number is the same, you know, whether it's different zones, that's eight and a half or nine inning game. Jim Paglione.
two count. Counted 1959 twice. I wish I could. The Yanks and Red Sox scoreless. That's the last of the second. The Orioles have moved out in front of Washington and won nothing in the two. Stafford delivery. Swung on and missed. Strike three. He got him on a sweeping curve. Broke blowing away. Well, Phil, you've seen uh, Stafford now and only, uh, well, an inning and two thirds. He's been able to form much of an opinion about it. I mean, I mean on his stuff. I mean, well, it looks like uh, he can mix him up pretty well, and he threw Williams offside when he was up there, so he must have a pretty tricky delivery out there. Don Button steps in, right-hand hitter. The pitch swung on line foul down the left field line. He hit a bullet. Didn't have him offside, but... Uh, which brings up an interesting point. I, I, I suppose... As a matter of fact, Bill, uh, I've heard, uh, you know, this you and I heard the ballplayers talking about this. You, you watch what a pitcher is doing. A lot of times they keep getting that first throw, getting that first guy taken. All of a sudden, a man walks up and he says, oh, it's fast ball. I'm going to cut. That's probably what he did there, huh? Maggioroni leads away, and then there's a throw over from Stafford. again to the stretch. Here's the pitch to Button. He steps up on the curveball, bounces it to Richardson, flips to Kubek for the four-sided second. Button uh, ran up into the front of the batter's box to uh, try and hit the curve the other way. He guessed right twice in a row, didn't he? No runs, one hit, no errors, one uh, man left on. Then of two innings of play, no score. The Yankees, no runs, one hit, no errors, two left on. Red Sox, no runs, two hits, no errors, two men left on. Remember, starting August 26th, the Atlantic Refining Company and your local Atlantic dealer will be sponsoring the 1960 Summer Olympics. See your newspaper's TV program listing for time and channel. Baltimore leading Washington, one nothing, end of two, Fisher and Lee. Chicago and Cleveland, scoreless, end of three. Perry and Shaw, Kansas City and Detroit, late of start. National League this afternoon. Chicago beat Los Angeles one to nothing. Hobby beat Drysdale, and it was Ernie Banks who hit his 34th homer in the last the ninth to win it. Pittsburgh beats the Bills. I'm sorry, Pittsburgh won. The Bills nothing. Down an inning and a half. Haddock against Buzzard. Milwaukee, Cincinnati, San Francisco, St. Louis. Tonight. Remember, the Yankees will be home next Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon with the Chicago White Sox. And now with. Deal of pleasure. We hail the return of a man who had uh, a free round bout and emerged triumphant. That virus can get you, man. <laughs> Thank you, Mel. It's really good to be back. Here's the first pitch to Stafford. He swings and misses. And what a cut that youngster took is his first time at bat as a big leaguer. He was not cheated out of his swing that time. He went all the way around and missed a high fastball. Well, Stafford's first pitch that he threw as a big leaguer was a strike, and the first pitch thrown to him was a strike. Buffett's pitch is swung and a missed strike, too. And again, he took a good cut out of sidearm curveball. No score here in the top of the third. The youngster, who by now has the butterflies out of his system. There's always a lot of excitement your first appearance in a big league game, especially to a pitcher. 
A two-strike pitch. Strike three swinging. Went after a bad curveball. Oh, Trumpet had his three cuts up there anyway, and it's one away. That's the second strikeout for Muppet. Here's Tony Kubek, who opened the ball game getting a base on balls in the first inning. Kubek batting 287. Scarron is on the inside corner strike one call. Johnny Stevens calling balls and strikes. Tony Kubek is a bat. I was looking at Scarron's run score. The pitch to Tony is a curve on the outside corner. Strike two. Nothing and two on Kubek. Tony has scored 56 runs. And Scarron has scored just 46. But if you remember earlier in the year, Moose was doing all the hitting and nobody was driving him in.
open up the bottom of the third, and that's hit number three of Bill Stafford. It brings up Pete Reynolds, who bounced out to first base in the first inning. Cowan runs out to the mound and talks with Stafford. Muffet takes time to put his jacket on. It's kind of chilly up here in Dean Town. I'm very happy that I brought an extra sweater and a top coat. Even in the middle of the summer, you can get chilly weather up here in Boston. Here's a stretch by Stafford. The pitch to Reynolds is inside, gets away from Howard, but not too far. Muffet holds it first, ball one. And the wind is blowing in from right field towards third base. So any ball hit deep to right will be held up by the wind. Muffet with a short lead at first. Stretch by Stafford. Pitch is hit down the left field line, curving foul, and back into the seats out of play. That ball out of play. One one on Reynolds. He came into the game batting 308. Left hand hitting second base. On deck is Willie Casby. Tap is set. On the outside corner, strike two, one ball, two strikes. Tappet goes to the rosin bag. Likes to rub up that ball. Now he checks the sign from Howard. Here's a stretch. Stretch inside. Two and two. Right arm curveball. Shading Reynolds over a little bit in left center field. Serve and short left. Left field wall not very deep here at Fenway, just 315 feet down the line. Ready for the 2 2 delivery. Here it is, and it's hit on the ground. That back to the pitcher. Wheels around, throws to Kubrick for one. The throw to first, double play. That was a nice play by both Stafford and Kubek. Stafford had to wait. The ball was hit back so hard. He led Kubek, who touched second base and fired the first for the double play. From one to six to three. That's two outs. And here's Willie Tasby, who singled to short center field in the first inning. Nobody on. No score. Bottom of the third. Tap it with a full wind-up now. Pitch is fouled. Back of the plate. Strike on. And as Mel told you earlier, last time the Yankees faced Tasby here, he had five for five, and he singled his first time up, so that's six consecutive base hits that Tasby has had off Yankee pitching here at Fenway Park. One strike pitch, slow curve in the dirt, more than one run. On deck is Ted Williams. Crawford suddenly calls time and wants a new baseball. It up and goes to the rising bag. 
the count. Two out, nobody on. Here's the one-one pitch. Wanted that miss, strike two, and he had Boyle way back at third base. Peters was definitely not expecting a butt that time. Has be a little over-anxious. Missed the ball completely. One ball, two strikes. Back up over the upper deck and 
out of play. Play to get the fastball by Ted that time. I guess Williams and Ball, the two toughest hitters, to get a fastball by in the American League.
Put him up at the right-hander ready to pitch the mantle. He's outside in low ball one. So though the Red Sox did not hit a ball hard, or Billy Stafford that inning, they were able to score a run. There's a slow curve low, ball two, two and nothing. And if it weren't for the double play that Stafford started, the Red Sox would have really had an inning. No strikes on Mantle. The pitch is up foul and back out of play. Clear out of Fenway Park. Two and one on Mick. Mickey Duck as Muppet throws the ball in. Mickey was looking on the ground, but with that tremendous peripheral vision. Did I say that right, Pete? William and Mary shakes his head and Pappy Dirk and applause. I must have been right. There's a ground ball up the middle. Gordon and back a second up with a throw to first in time to get Mantle. One away. That'll bring up Bill Scarron, who bounced to second base in the first inning. One out, nobody on. with his no-wind-up delivery ready to pitch the scar and slow curve hit in the ground to third now zone backs up up with a nice play throw to first off the bag and scar and safe and let's see what they call that word says that he touched him it's an error charge to Malzone and that's one of the few times that we've seen Malzone let a ball play him in other words he backed up on the ball instead of charging it and he made a difficult play out of it he still had the ball in time but his long throw Wirtz off the bag. Wirtz claims that he still tagged Scarron as he went by, but first base umpire Bill McKinley thought otherwise. And Scarron safe on the error. Brings up Yogi Berra, who fly deep to right field in the second inning. And as we told you, the wind is blowing in from right, so you really got to hit a ball hard to hit a home run in right field or right center. All right, here's the stretch. Pitch to Yogi. A fly ball to right center field. The wind's going to hold that up. The center fielder, Willie Tasby, under it, makes the catch. Gowron hustles back to first base. Anything hit in the air out towards right field or right center will be held up by the wind. With two out, here's Aston Howard, who bounced to third in the second inning. The error by Malzone was the first by either team in the ballgame. Malzone usually leaves all third basemen in fielding. Here's a stretch by Muffet. Hits to Howard. Outside ball one. Muffet joined the Red Sox late this June. A stretch. The pitch is swung at a missed strike one, and Howard had a good ripple at that pitch. One on one. Muffet defeated the Yankees in a relief roll here at Boston back on July 10th. is a curve inside. Ball still. Muppet shakes his head a little bit of that call out of the mound. Worth holding the bag against Scarlett. Two balls, one strike on Howard. Two out. Red Sox lead one nothing. Top of the fourth. The pitch hit foul down the third baseline. Two and two. 
Fire database has been updated. The 2-2 pitch, low inside, it brushes Howard back, full count, three and two. So with three and two on Howard and two out, Skyron will be off with the pitch. Muffet goes to the rosin bag. But Moose was standing on the bag. He never left it. Howard steps out of the batter's box. Now he's back in, and time is in. Here's the stretch. The payoff pitch is hit high in the air to deep left field. Williams going back near the wall. He's under it, and he makes the catch, leaning against the scoreboard. Ted Williams, who plays left field here at Fenway like he owns it. He's played there long enough. Perfectly set his back against the scoreboard and reached up and made the catch. And again, the win was a factor for the Yankees in the top of the fourth. No run, no hits, one Red Sox error, one man left. The score at the end of three and a half innings. The Red Sox one and the Yankees nothing. Summer is the season to get out, to go places and have fun. It's no time to have your car performing under par because of a dirty carburetor. Now that's one good reason to use Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive. You see, Atlantic Imperial loosens, dissolves, and gradually washes away those hard, crusty deposits that form inside the carburetor under the normal driving conditions. Now, these deposits can cause frequent stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste. What's more, Atlantic Imperial's protective action keeps those deposits from forming again. Today, more and more people are using Atlantic Imperial in their cars. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Second inning. Clinton has taken over since the unfortunate 
witness by Gary Geiger, who is having a great year, batting 301. Unfortunately, Gary looks like he's going to be all right and back in action again next year. Mr. Clinton is fouled right over towards the Yankee dugout strike one. Clinton, the right-hand hitter, holds that bat way down on the end. On deck, Don Button. One out, nobody on. High inside, ball one, one on one. Here's the windup. Curve 
serve is high inside the count even two and two. towards left center on button. John has 17 doubles, three triples, and six homers. Two and two to count. Next is a curve hit on the ground. The boy who is left off his glove rolls in the short left field. And button is on. It's a base hit. kind of gets on the official score on that one. Boyer kind of nonchalant at that ball and uh, stuck his glove down and went off the heel of his glove. Kubek, who was in front of it, couldn't get to it as it deflected away from him. He goes as an infield single. Hit number six off seven, but only one of the six hits has been hit hard. Had a line single left by Pagliaroni in the second inning. The rest have been off the handle and off the end of the bat and infield hit. Here's Billy Muppet, who dropped a single in short right field in the third inning. Two out. Stretch. The pitch is a curve hit high in the air to right center field. Mantle drifting to his left, Barrett to his right. And Mantle makes the catch with Rogi right alongside of him. And then Mickey rushes lightly against Yogi with a big grin on his face. They almost collided. But Mickey yelled a little louder at the end. Full of Red Sox in the bottom of the fourth. No runs. One base hit. No Yankee errors and one man left, and the score at the end of four full innings. The Red Sox won, and the Yankees nothing. Hey, don't forget, fans, tomorrow, Thursday, August the 18th, you can see the Major Leaguers of tomorrow play a thrilling game of baseball in the Hearst Sandlot Classic. And you also see Joe DiMaggio manage a softball team of former big league stars, including Jackie Robinson, Sid Gordon, Joe Collins, and many, many others. The baseball old-timers will play a team of boxing champs headed by Jack Dempsey, Jim Braddock, Jersey Joe Walcott, and other great ring champions. So don't miss this lively evening of sport and frolic. Plan now to take the whole family. The general admission is only 95 cents. Reserve seats $1.50 and box seats only $2. You can get your tickets at the Yankee Stadium or Yankee Ticket Office at Grand Central or from the General American 220 South Street. And now... Ready to go here in the top of the fifth and ready to go, Mel Allen. And I'd like to remind you that your host for the remainder of the game, the crisp refresher, Valentine Beer. The light beer with two lager flavors. That's what makes it the crisp refresher. One to nothing, Red Sox, fifth inning. Big player at bat, Muppet pitch is swung on, hit foul. Deep down the left field line and out of play. Strike one. The bottom third of the Yankee order, Richardson and Stafford to follow. Billy Muffet, who has appeared against the Yankees once this year in relief and has returned to Victor, delivers. Pitch has popped up in the air to the left of the plate. Foul. Taking center under. And he dropped it. Red Sox catcher. I mean, uh, Pagliaroni dropped it. He's charged with an error. A two-strike count on Cleet. Struck out in the second inning. 
Here, Billy Muffet, ready to work. Uh, check that. Here's the pitch that's outside. Uh, my eye wandered down to Richardson's uh, line in the order. Four year single to right in the second inning. Richardson struck out. One ball, two strikes. Sometimes have a wandering eye. One ball, two strikes, and the pitch is swung on and hit right to second baseman Pete Runnels to flip the first in time. He was playing uh, Boyer almost right back to second. That perfect position on him. Up comes Bobby Richardson. Bobby struck out in the second inning. Nothing Red Sox, first to the fifth. Muffet's delivery, swung on, foul tip, strike one. into a double play. 
Kentucky, Bill Stafford delivers. Low, ball one.
to the stretch. They pitch to Williams. Swung on. Ground ball hits the Scowan. Backhand just throws down to Kubek for one. Back to first. Too late. They got Jasby. The throw from Scowan pulled uh, Kubek. Not off the bag, but forced him to lean far toward the home plate side and reach for the ball. So that he was not in position for a stand-up first where he's getting steam behind it and thus defeated the double play. It's the fourth out at second. Garen to Kubek. Williams on first and the batter is Pickworth who flies to left and flies the single to left to drive in the Red Sox run in the third inning. Bill Stafford pitch in there strike one fastball. Here's the pitch. And to curve going inside. 21 almost got away from Howard. Very frequently on uh, balls like that, Ellie will fake it or try to decoy a runner by faking a fastball. One ball, one strike. Frank Malzone on deck.
No runs, one hit. Let me check that again. Uh, who are they introducing? Oh, the Dallas Texans football team. Uh, checking the totals again. The Red Sox, one run. Six hits, two errors. Three left on the Yankees. No runs, one hit. Sixth inning, fouls the first pitch off for a strike. Kubek walked and struck out. And the delivery way outside for a ball, one and one. Yeah. 
15. One out now, and runners on first and third. The pitch to the moose is in there for a strike. Breaking pitch got the outside corner. Reynolds is playing scour and wheel over towards second base. Worked only against Mantle. He's got a good ground shot between the two. Here's the delivery. Swung on and foul back out of play, and he's quickly in the hole, two strikes. No balls, two strikes. Bill Scarron at bat. Serve on third, Mantle on first, one out, one nothing, Boston, sixth inning. Muffet to the stretch. And the pitch. Boston. Frank Malzone will lead off, batting fifth in the order. 
be followed by Jim Pagliaroni and Lou Clinton. One to nothing Boston as the Yankees threw away their first opportunity to score in the sixth. And Billy Muffet, who has turned in a tremendous game, striking out Scarron, a key man. Billy Stafford delivers to Malzone, curveball over, strike one. And this rookie, uh, by the way, in his first major league start, regardless of what may happen here on in, has turned in a, an outstanding job. The pitch to Malzone has been there, strike two, beautiful changeup. Malzone grounded the short twice. back out of play. No balls, two strikes. After the Washington series, we have a game, by the way, here tomorrow afternoon. Our airtime 125. We will broadcast and telecast from Washington Friday night, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon. The Yankees return to the stadium for the final homestand against Western Club, with the White Sox in Tuesday night, the 23rd, Wednesday afternoon, the 24th. And then a weekend of three straight doubleheaders. Once again, the two-strike pitch. Malzone takes it low. A regularly scheduled night game with Cleveland on Friday night, the 26th, has been made into a twi-night doubleheader because of repeated washouts. First game, 6 o'clock. An afternoon doubleheader with Cleveland on Saturday, which will start at 2 o'clock. And a regularly scheduled Sunday doubleheader with Detroit on the 28th. Now the pitch. Swung on, grounded to short. Two backs up with it. He fires away, and Malzone is retired. Now Jim Paglioni. Swing to the left and grounded to third. Boston, sixth inning, one out. Stafford pitch, swung on, foul back, out of play, strike one. Stafford taking no time right now. Back upon the rubber. Looks in, checks with his catcher, Elston Howard. Swings to the windup. Here's the pitch. Low curveball in there. Strike two. He has worked his changeup in there nicely tonight. Nothing in two. And the delivery. That's low and inside. One and two. Right-hander ready to work. 
Here's the pitch, and it is swung on ground. It's shot. It's almost passed by Boyer. Backed him up a step. He throws on the first to get his man. Boy, that's a wicked shot. It's just a couple of feet out in front of him. Dropped it. Fell back a step. Then moved on to meet the charge. Here's Lou Clinton. Price has struck out. Sox won the Yankees nothing. It's the sixth inning. Stafford pitches over the inside corner for a strike. Outfield deep round to the left. Stafford working fast. Change up is outside for a ball. One and one. Good big motion of that changeup, Phil. It does, and I suppose it's not too often, and that's what makes him so effective. The 1 1 pitch to Lou Clinton. Swung on line to left. Bob Serve waits in Texas. And the side is retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And at the end of six innings, Remains the Red Sox one and the Yankees nothing. The Red Sox one run, six hits, two errors, and six left on. The Yankees no run, two hits, no errors, and five left on. The Red Sox run occurred in the third inning with two outs. Dansby walked, Williams and Wirtz singles. Station identification. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your dial in Albany, New York. 15 minutes before 10 o'clock. Baltimore's leading Washington 3 to 1, end of 6. Chicago 2, Cleveland nothing, end of 6. Detroit 2, A's nothing, end of an inning and a half. Nationally, Cubs beat the Dodgers this afternoon, one nothing. Tonight, Pittsburgh four, Phils one, end of five. Braves five, Reds one, end of one. Giants start scoreless at the end of an inning and a half. Now to the seventh inning. Red Sox one, Yankees nothing. Here's Phil. Okay, now the first pitch to Elston Howard is a slow curve that's a little low, ball one. Howard bounced to third and fly out deep to left, sending Ted Williams against the left field fence for his long fly. The next pitch is on the outside corner for a called strike. One and one. Nothing. The Red Sox lead. They scored in the third inning. And it's held up so far. The pitch is hit deep to left center field. High and deep. Nasty back in front of the wall. And he leaps. He can't get it. It's off the wall. Williams plays it. Howard's in with a double. A high double that Nasby went against the wall. Leaped for. Couldn't get it. Kicked off the wall. Williams backing up nicely. Was there. Man at the right spot and held Howard to a double. Kelly rounded second, started for third, and then held up as he saw Williams come up with the ball. That's only the third hit off Muppet. And that's the first extra base hit of the ball game. A double by Howard leading off the top of the seventh. The Yankees trailing one nothing. Here's Cletus Boyer. Single to right and bounce to second base. Boyer looking down at Frank Rossetti. Let's see how Casey Single plays this one. Strike one. And we're going to have a little action in the 
rookie bullpen as Bill Stafford will be the third hitter after Boyer. The stretch, Howard leads off second. The pitch is lined. Gordon Gubbard, they got Howard in a run down between third and second, and now Jones looks to Ronald who hit the third, and now they got Boyer. they got Howard in a run down between third and second, and now Jones looks to Ronald who hit the third, and now they got Boyer. Line, one ball, two strikes. 
two strikes. Curve hit, foul outside of third. Picked up by Billy Herman, the third base coach. Herman, who was one of the finest second basemen the National League ever produced. One of the best hitting second basemen, too. He could really hit and run. Slap that ball to right field. Rudy York, one of the power hitters, is coaching at first base for the Red Sox. Two strike pitch is hit slowly down the third. Boy is going to have to hurry. He can't make the play. It goes as a base hit. Another infield single for the Red Sox. And off the seven base hit that the Red Sox have off young Bill Stafford. Six of them have been of the infield variety. Only one. Well, no, take that back. There were two. Single by Pagliaroni in the second and a single by Muffet in the third. It brings up Billy Muffet, who singled and fly to center field. Nobody out, so the Yankee infield will be looking for the possible sacrifice. Garin is holding the bag at first base. Button has two infield singles, both to third base. the stretch. Boy is coming in at third. Stafford cuts off the rubber. Goes to the rosin bag. The pitch is brought it back to the box. Stafford up with it. Throws the second. Not in time. Everybody's safe. All hands are safe. And that'll go as a sacrifice and a fearless choice. Stafford wheeled around and threw late to Kubek, who was covering. It was a good throw, but a little bit too late. And it brings up Pete Runnels. And little Larry Burrows yelling, now for the triple play. You can tell he's a Yankee fan. Pete Runnels bounced to first, hit into a double play, and lined to center field. Once again, the Yankees will have to be on alert for a possible sacrifice attempt. Billy Muffet is putting up his warm-up jacket at first base. And John Button, who beat that throw to second base. All right, Boyer's in a third. Here's the stretch. Garin comes charging in. The ball is high outside. Throw to second base is low. Nice play by Kubek. As Howard's throw is in the dirt, and Kubek blocked it with his body and scooped it up. Could easily have gone out to center field. Ball one on Pete Runnels. The Yankee outfield not playing deep on Runnels. Left hand hitting second baseman. Garin in at first, Boyer in at third. Here's the stretch. The pitch is brought down third, and it's a good one. He has scored the only run of the ball game. Has 
Murphy now walking down to third base wants to talk with Billy Herman, the third base coach. Eight hits. 
He walked two, struck out two, and so far has allowed just one run. The three men on base are Stafford's responsibility should any of them score. Ted Williams is the batter, and Louis Arroyo is coming on the pitch. And as we told you, only one solid base hit has been gotten off Stafford. The rest have been infield variety and one Texas League single by Billy Muffet in short right field. Vic Worth dropped a little single over the third baseman head, but it never did reach the outfield. Of course, they all count in the ball game, but it shows that Stafford's stuff was baffling the Red Sox hitters. warming up, this is a good time to pause for station identification. Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your dial in Albany, New York. WOKO time is 10 o'clock. Louis Arroyo, just completing his warm-up tosses, will be facing Ted Williams. Back of in, Vic Worth with one out and the bases loaded. The Red Sox leading 1-0 in the bottom of the seventh. Muppet is at third, Runnels at second, and Fasby at first. Williams now has moved up on the plate. He knows Arroyo throws that sinker ball inside on curve. Head one for three on the night. Infield back and double play depth. Here's the windup. Pitch to Williams is low inside ball one. All three runners leading away. Ryan Duran now is up in the Yankee bullpen. The pitcher is due to lead off for the Yankees in the top of the eighth. Is over strike one, one and one. Williams started a swing and checked it. Took a pitch a little above the knees. Royal calmly goes to the rosin bag. Shakes off one sign from Howard. Now he's ready. Here's the windup by the little left hander. Pitch is just outside. Ball two, two and one. batting eye of his. Takes those pitches just inches inside and outside. Here's the 2-1 delivery, and it's outside ball three. Royal Royal is just missing with that pitch. He have other hitters swinging at that one. Three balls, one strike, one out, the base is loaded. by Lloyd. The 3-1 pitch is low ball four. He walked in a run. Ed Williams draws a base on balls. Billy Muppet comes on to score the second run of the ball game. That run charged to Bill Stafford and the Red Sox lead 2-0. The bases remain loaded and here's Vic Wirtz. Wirtz lined to left. Singled to drive in a run and bounce to first base. For Williams, his 49th run batted in. First, Pazby at second, Ronald's at third, one away. 
to work, is swung at a missed strike one. On deck, Frank Malzone. Giants will meet the Green Bay Packers in a preseason game at Roosevelt Stadium in Jersey City. 
And this is only part of Jersey City's tercentenary celebration. So head out Phil. to... Uh, wait a minute. Phil. I should have read that one over. Hey, Phil, what was that? <laughs> uh, who? Tercentenary. <laughs> is that right? Don't ask me. I wasn't there. It's the first time I ever used that word. So head out to Roosevelt Stadium on August 22nd and, and see now what it is. In action. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Val, when I say that, I'm ready to turn it over to you on one like that. <laughs> Let me see that thing in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to see if they dotted the eye. <laughs> Centenary. That's three hundred. Yes, century is a hundred. So tercentenary by it has to be three hundred. There's a centennial. There's a sesquicentennial centennial. Let's get back to this ball game. Two to nothing, first to the eighth. Kent Hadley is batting for Louis Arroyo. Takes the pitch for a ball. Two to nothing, Red Sox in the eighth. Next pitch is inside, ball two. who it was who once said it's always easier to say 300th year or whatever the simplest form is He's right. unless you're writing a learned treatise next delivery is in there for a strike two and one so easy to say Valentine <laughs> two balls one strike Kent Hadley takes high ball three Hadley hitting four out in front by a score of two to nothing. First half of the eighth inning. Right-hander Billy Muffet delivers. And it's outside for ball four. Hadley draws the pass. Cornelius and Wills are warming up for the Red Sox. Duke Moss for New York. Ryan Duren alongside. Tony Kubek drew a walk. Struck out, flying to center. Bob Serve on deck. Now the pitch. Swung on. There's a bouncer that is through in the right field. Hadley turns second. Hits for third. The throw from Clinton into short. And their runners on first and third with nobody out in the eighth inning. coming up. Yankees forfeit. Pitching uh, Coach Sal Magley, the Red Sox, signals the bullpen for tipped-up activity. Vic Wirtz moves over from first base to talk to Billy Muppet, and catcher Jim Paglieroni goes out to the mound. Manager Mike Higgins in the dugout, hands in his hip pocket.
batting in the last of the eighth. Tied to the White Sox at 2-2. The Orioles are batting in the last of the seventh. Washington just having scored six and leading 7-3. And Sal Magley comes out of the dugout. out to the mound and let's see if we have a pitching change or whether he beats uh, talking things over with the catcher and pitcher. Maybe he, his signal from the dugout before was uh, to the effect we're going to bring you in. Now let's see now. Here is Johnny Stevens going out saying, Sal, what do you want to do? We're going to have a pitcher. Billy Muffet, after having pitched seven innings plus, nobody out in the eighth. struck out four. Has not allowed a run as yet. And Mike Cornelis will be coming in. Mike Cornelis coming in to do the pitching. runners against uh, Billy Muffet. And Muffet will get a hand now. third. 
second and short and single to right. Wills and Sullivan warming up for the Red Sox now. Duke Mars and Duran for New York. Bill Scarron on deck. Two to one Boston, eighth inning. Cornelius to the stretch. They pitch the mantle. Swung on. There's a bounce to the second. Runnels to Sutton for one. Back to first. Double play, but the tying run scores. Charged any run. Stafford is charged with a two. 
Ryan Duren coming in. And Ryan throwing a few pitches, bounces one uh, by the plate to the screen, which brings the roars to the crowd. you about the Yankees uh, being here tomorrow will be on radio at 125 and then over the weekend Friday night Saturday afternoon and Sunday from Washington both radio and television the Yankees will be home next Tuesday night with the Chicago White Sox and Wednesday afternoon the 23rd and 24th final appearance of the Western teams at the stadium this year then on Friday night the 26th a scheduled night game has been rescheduled as a twilight doubleheader starting at 6 o'clock make up for a washed out game and on Saturday afternoon the single game has been rescheduled as a doubleheader starting at uh, 2 o'clock because of previously a washed out game and the regularly scheduled uh, doubleheader on Sunday the 28th 26th and 27th are uh, doubleheaders with Cleveland and Sunday uh, the 28th with Detroit then the Kansas City A's are in on August 30th, Tuesday night, and uh, a doubleheader on Wednesday afternoon, the 31st. There'll be plenty of baseball. I hope you'll be able to be there. Ryan Duran continuing to loosen up. Jim Paglieroni standing alongside, looking the pitches over. Bobby Shan starts to loosen up in the Yankee bullpen. Here's Jim Paglieroni. Single to left, grounded in the third twice. It's the last half of the eighth inning of a 2-2 ball game. Wills and Sullivan continue to loosen up for the Red Sox. Man, we've had these uh, fingernail biters every day lately, haven't we? Bill said he'd have recovered four days earlier if it hadn't been for that. Jim Paglieroni, right-hand batter. Ryan Duran to the windup, and his pitch swung on and missed strike one. Duran getting the sign from Howard. Swings to the windup. Here's the pitch. And it's in there. Strike two. Nothing in two. No ball. Two strikes. Every dealer tense alert. At the ready. You're in getting the sign. Into the windup. Here's the pitch to the right-hand batter. Swung on, foul back out of play. Count remains, two strikes. who had gone in to relieve Lee. But right now to the immediate business at hand, the wind-up by Duran, the pitch, and it's inside, ball one, one and two. One ball, two strikes. 
taking no time. Into the windup again, and the pitch is inside. Ball to Tutu.
been a crowd pleaser. Just as it has been most of the games we've been looking at lately. One ball, one strike. Duran leaning forward. Button digging in. The wind-up, here's the pitch. Swung on line to Bobby Richardson for the out. And the side retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on at the end of eight innings. New York, two runs, five hits, no errors, five left on. The Red Sox, two runs, eight hits, two errors, nine men left on. Scanning the scoreboard in the American League at the end of seven innings, Washington, seven, Baltimore, four, Lee for Washington, Sobs and Moore in the seventh, Fisher for Baltimore, Jones in the seventh, Walker in the eighth. Green, Homer for Washington, and for Baltimore, Hanson, uh, France, and Pilarczyk in the sixth, Hanson in the seventh. The Cleveland Indians, trailing two to nothing, scored two in the seventh and one in the eighth to beat the White Sox three to two with Johnny Klipstein, a relief of Jim Perry in the eighth, the winner. Shaw started for the White Sox, Staley in the seventh was charged with a loss. Kansas City, Detroit, two two, at the end of four and a half innings, Herbert and Larry. Cash, Homer to on the first for the Tigers. National League today, Chicago shut out Los Angeles one to nothing. Hobby beat Drysdale. Banks hitting his 34th homer in the last of the ninth to win it for the Cubs. Tonight, Pittsburgh four, Philadelphia three at the end of seven innings. Levine relieved Haddix in the sixth for the Pirates. Levine was picked up by the Pirates after Tigers didn't go. Uh, Chris Short relieved Johnny Buzzhart in the sixth for Philadelphia. Braves five, Reds four into three and a half. Jay relieved Jewell in the fourth for Milwaukee. Nuxall relieved O'Toole in the first for the Reds, and the Braves got five. Robinson hit a three-run homer in the third for Cincinnati. Giants four, cards one, end of three innings. Sanford and Sadecki, the pitchers. Alou homered in the third, two on, Morin in the second. Fans are buzzing a little bit. They just put that Washington-Baltimore score up there. Right now, Yogi Berra in the ninth inning. The pitch is in there for a strike. A 2-2 ball game. And you can hear, uh, as you will always hear at this time of the year, with uh, just weeks away to the end of the season, little buzzes about the scores on the board. The pitch to Yogi. Swung on. It's a fly ball into right. Clinton moving under it and makes the catch. Here's Elston Howard. Grounded to third. Slide to left and doubles to center. Mike Cornelius in relief of Billy Muppet. Retires Yogi Berra leading off in the ninth. The right-hander pitches to Howard. Strike one call. Yankees two, Red Sox two. Ninth inning. next pitch. It's outside for a ball, and Howard is following that one. That is to say the ball was breaking pitch away from him. He was leaning. Sometimes they make you lean and then straighten you up with one end tight. The 1-1 pitch. Swung on his foul back. A 1-2 count. Boyer on deck. One ball, two strikes. Here's the pitch, and Howard swings and bounces at the third on one big hop. Malzone flips on the works in time. 
two down in the ninth. And the batter now is Cleet Boyer, who singled to right, grounded to second, and grounded to short into an odd double play. They trapped Howard between second and third, and he wound up being double, trying to get second while they were retiring Howard. A 2-2 ball game, two outs, ninth inning. The pitch swung on, grounded foul down the third baseline. Strike one. No balls, one strike. In comes the pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two, nothing in two. comes back upon the rubber, gets the sign, ahead of the hitter, no balls, two strikes, here's the pitch, and Boyer swings and fouls it to the left of the plate, count remains, nothing in two. No balls, two strikes. The delivery and Boyer takes it outside. Breaking pitch. One ball, two strikes. Tomorrow afternoon will be Gerbaugh and Brewer. Bornelis delivers and Boyer swings and misses. Johnny Harness Sinker. Strike three in the side retired. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. Cornelis made short work of the Yankees in the first of the ninth. He faced six men, gave up one hit. That one hit drove in the tying run. At the end of eight and a half innings, New York two and the Red Sox two. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460. No balls, two strikes. Now the delivery, and Boyer takes it outside, breaking pitch. One ball, two strikes. Afternoon will be Gerbaugh and Brewer. Bornavis delivers and Boyer swings and misses. Johnny Ronis Finker. Strike three in the side retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. And Mike Bornavis made short work of the Yankees in the first of the ninth. He faced six men, gave up one hit. That one hit drove in the tying run. At the end of eight and a half innings, New York two and the Red Sox two. This is Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your radio dial in Albany, New York. 26 minutes before 11 o'clock. Chris for pressure. And listen to something that uh, baseball's lighter side. A famous manager had a rookie pitcher who had, uh, well, he had no control at all. He went out to the mound one day and said, you got, ain't you got any more control than that? And the rookie said, well, I usually do, Skipper, but I'm kind of nervous today. Can't keep my hands dry. So the manager hauled out a rosin bag and said, well, use this. Maybe it'll dry your hands. And after a few throws, the rookie was wilder than ever. The manager came out and said, well, didn't that rosin bag help? And the rookie said, I don't know. I couldn't get it open. See, that's an inside joke. Uh, anyway, tell you, I, I bet if it was a bottle of Valentine, he'd have gotten it open. All right. 
You see, Valentine proves a beer can be truly light and still give you all the downright delicious lager beer flavor you want. You'll enjoy the crisp pressure, the light beer with true lager flavor. And then there was the time the fellow looked for the key to the pitcher's box, you know. Mike Cornelius will be first up in the last of the ninth. Runnels and Tassie to follow as we move into the sudden death situation. New York 2, Boston 2. Renevis is not a bad hitting pitcher. He's at 4 for 10.
swings to the windup. Brown comes to the right arm, and the pitch swung on foul back to the left of the plate, out of play, into the lower stand. A one-two count on Pete Runnels, hitting 307. with the windup. Now the pitch and Runnels takes it low for a ball. 2-2. Runnels has the plate on fire to look the ball over. Stephen does. It's all right. Jim Gentile just hit a home run for Baltimore in the eighth inning. Nobody on. They've had four homers. Brant and Kalarsic in the sixth. Hanson in the seventh. Gentile in the eighth. It's at least seven to five right now. Orioles still batting in the eighth. Seven to five for Washington leading. Two balls, two strikes on Ronald's last of the ninth. One out, nobody on. Score tied 2-2. Duran's delivery. Swung on, hit foul, out of play down the left field line. came on in the eighth inning. Getting the sign from Elston Howard. Again to the windup. Here's the pitch, and Ronald swings and fouls it off again out of play to the left of the plate. Just trying to meet the ball, shortening his swing. The ball coming in with that velocity, you don't have to hit quite that hard, uh, extra hard to get it to go uh, to left field and necessary distance. that plate. Now Howard's out there talking to Duran for a moment. Gus Triandos just did a home run for the Orioles in the eighth inning. That's at least seven to six. Five home runs. Two balls, two strikes. Eddie Runnels at bat last of the ninth of a 2-2 ball game. Here's Duran's delivery. High ball three, three and two. Orioles hit five home runs in three innings. Full count on Runnels. Swings to the windup and the pitch. Swung on, hit back through the middle for a base hit. Mantle up the ball. Runnels is on with a single to center. Right back through the box. Duran went down, but couldn't come up to the ball. He went right on through. So the Red Sox get a runner aboard with one out. Here's Willie Tasby with Williams on deck. Tasby single to center, walked twice, and grounded to short. Last of the ninth, a 2-2 ball game. 
goes up to throw again. You're into the stretch. And the pitch. It's bunted on from the plate. You're in up with it. Throw us to first base. On the second goes Ronald. Dasby sacrifices the potential winning run in the scoring position. Ted Williams is coming up. And works to follow. So the manager got some choice, but... Uh, say this, it uh, goes without saying that uh, in, in his history, Ted Williams has been one of the all-time greatest hitters, but Vic Wirtz has uh, been quite a great clutch hitter. So we got first base open, Williams up, Ronald's on second, two outs, and Wirtz to follow. last year when Wirtz hit uh, during the winner game, so let's see if he pitches to Ted. Apparently he is. Here's the delivery. It's outside for a ball. One ball, no strike. Hit to the box, single, ground is short and walk. Now Howard goes out to the mound to talk to Duran. Mike Higgins has got the man he wants to have up. Now Casey goes out. Casey walking out now to talk to Duran with Howard.
seven batters. Gave up one hit and an intentional pass in an inning and two-thirds. Struck out three. Bobby a little bit because he refused the ride. Bobby Chance is coming in and we'll pause for station identification. Quality Modern, WOKO, 1460 on your radio dial in Albany, New York. It's 13 minutes before 11 o'clock. Works, takes a curve low and away, ball one, one and two. 
One ball, two strikes. that plate. He's trying to meet the ball. Bobby into the stretch. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's the ground ball. And Richards is up with it. Throws to Scarron in time on a great play. A game-saving play. He went out on the grass in right field and came up with that ball. Scooping it in right field. As Yogi comes in, he gives a little friendly pass to Ted Williams, who had moved on down to second. Bill was a game-saver. Man, looked like a base hit all the way now. Boy, what a play. And we go into the 10th inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two men left on. Bobby Richardson, who was playing back deep, had to angle back on the grass and toward the line and couldn't afford to have booted that one. Had he got uh, the glove on and booted, it was, he was... Uh, in coming up with it, but through his uh, adroitness and uh, speed, moved over as he poked quickly on the ball and took a base hit away from Vic Worth to keep this ball game still alive. And at the end of nine innings of play, it's two to two. The Yankees, two runs, five hits, no errors, and five left on. The Red Sox, two runs, nine hits, Two errors and 11 men left on base. We're ready now to move into the first of the tenth and ready to uh, participate with you in some of the drama. The scooter. Okay, Mel, and you talk about drama and action we've got in this ball game. Bobby Richardson, who made that game-saving play there, leads off. In the top of the tenth, the pitch to Bobby is low outside, ball one. Richardson struck out, bounced to third, and line to first. Mike Cornelli shot on the mound. Right-hander ready. Curve is on the outside corner, strike one, one and one. Two-two in the top of the tenth inning. It's low outside, ball two, two and one. Bobby Shannon is due to be the next batter. And then Tooney Kubek, who is on deck, will follow Shannon. Here's the two-one delivery. Inside, ball three, three and one. Sullivan, left-hander and a right-hander loosening up for the Red Sox. The 3-1 pitch is low inside, ball four. Richardson leads off of the walk here on the top of the tenth. And here comes Bobby Shantz. Bobby has one for eight this year, batting 125. Some right-handed. Frank Malzone moves way in at third.
Richardson leads off first. Here's the stretch. The pitch is bunted up in the air, and the catcher makes the play. In foul territory, Paglia Pironi caught Shans' attempted bunt. Shans pops out to the catcher, trying to sacrifice. It's one away. Richardson holds it first. Here's Tony Kubek, who walks, struck out, line to center. And then single right to keep the Yankee rally going in the eighth inning when the Yankees scored the two runs to tie the ball game. Tony has also scored one run. Pete Runnels runs in from second base to chat with Bornelli. One away. On deck is Bob Sir. First base, Richardson back. Here's the stretch. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Billy Muffet walked only two men, but one of the many walks scored. Ken Hadley, pinch hitting in the eighth inning, led off with a walk, came around to score. Richardson a big lead. The pitch to Kubek, outside, ball one. Bill Stafford started this ball game for the Yankees. Youngster in his first outing as a big leaguer. It's real good baseball. Giving up just eight hits and two runs. But he was not hit hard. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Cornelius keeping an eye on Bobby at first. Mike sets again. Another throw to first, Richardson back. Four times that Cornelius has thrown over that. out there. And 
the Yankees take a 3-2 lead. Serve ends up at second base. It goes as a fourth play from short to second, but as Kubek slid in and broke up the double play, it was a hard, clean slide into Runnels, who got the ball late. And as he pivoted to throw the ball to first base, Kubek hit him just before he released the ball. The ball went high over Wirtz's head right into the Red Sox dugout on the fly. They're helping Runnels to his feet. Pete was just shaken up on the play, but that's always a tough play for the second baseman as he comes across the bag and has to turn the throw with that runner coming down from first base, and Kubek can run. Tony did not intentionally try to hurt Runnels. It was a hard, clean slide in second base. He did not hit him with a spike. Runnels is up now, shaking it off. Richardson, who walks, comes in to score, and the Yankees lead. 3-2 here in the top of the 10th. And Runnels is coming out, and Pumpsy Green is going in. Runnels keeps flexing his right leg as he walks off the diamond, helped by the Red Sox trainer, Jack Patton. Looked like a perfect double play ball. It was hit hard, a little bit in the hole. And had Ruddles been able to get rid of the ball, he'd have had a double play. So, the Yankees take the lead 3-2, to two, serve as a second. There's no RBI on that play. The Orioles tied up that ball game with three runs in the bottom of the eighth inning. It's now 7-7 seven seven at the end of eight innings. Stock pitching for Baltimore. Here's Mickey Mattles, who bounced to second, rounded to short, single to right, and then hit into a double play. One of the Yankee runs scored as a result of Mantle hitting with double play, and this one as a result of an error by Runnels. Nearly stretches the pitch to Mantle is hit high in the air to straightaway center. Willie Tasby is moving back. He's got plenty of room, pounds the glove under it, and makes the catch. But the damage is done as the Yankees score in the top of the 10th inning. One run, one hit, one Red Sox error, one man left. The score at the end of nine and a half innings. The Yankees three and the Red Sox two. And that run, by the way, is unearned because of the error. ball game like this, say, I hope you got some Ballantine beer handy. You know, Ballantine's a light beer with true lager flavor. And that's what makes it the crisp refreshing. So, right now, treat your thirst to some ice-cold Ballantine beer. This has been a very exciting ball game. Take a look at these other scores. In the ninth inning, Washington 7 and the Orioles 7. Green home it for Washington. Brant, Palasic, Hanson, Gentile, and Triandos have home it for the Orioles. It's Clevenger against Stock. Cleveland defeated Chicago 3-2. Clips nine to win a Staley the loser. Detroit leads Kansas City 3-2 at the end of six. Cash home in the first with one on. Cubs defeated the Dodgers 1-0 as Banks hit his 34th homer in the ninth to win it. Hobby the winner, Drysdale the loser. Pittsburgh defeated the Phillies 5-3. Haddock's the winner. Levine relieved in the sixth and shut out the Phillies for three innings. Buzz Hart the loser, short in the sixth. 
Milwaukee leads Cincinnati 5-4 at the end of six. Jay against Nuxall. Frank Robinson homing in the third with two on. The Giants lead St. Louis 6-3 at the end of four and a half. Sherman Jones for the Giants, Klein for the Cardinals. Alou homing in the third with two on, and Moran in the second with nobody on for the Cardinals. Frank Malzone leading off. He has bounced to short three times and bounced to third once. 3-2, the Yankees lead, bottom of the tenth. Bobby Shen in relief. Sends in a curve. It's over strike one call. This one's low, one and one. Now it scoops it out of the dirt. The wind, which has been blowing, has just about stopped the flag hanging straight down in center field. That could be a factor in the ball game here in the bottom of the tenth. up with the ball and fires it into Kubek. Malzone rounds first and holds on, and boy, he belted a high fastball like a bullet. Hit number one off Shan. And that's the tenth hit for the Red Sox, and here's the catcher, Jim Taglioni. Single to left, bounced to third twice and struck out. Big six-foot-three catcher. Looking down at Billy Herman for a sign. Scourin is holding first against Malzone. And now Pagliaroni calls time to talk with Billy Herman, the third base coach, and how it takes the time to go out to the mound, talk with Bobby Shan. Now they've got these signs straightened out. Boyer comes over to join the huddle with Howard and Shans on the mound. Red Sox trailing 3-2 in the bottom of the 10th inning. Checks the sign from Howard. Here's the stretch. Pitch is on the outside corner for a call strike. Boyer is back at third. That's a big effort when you have a uh, great fielding pitcher like Bobby Shans on the mound. Cowan now comes over from first base to talk with Bobby can cover anywhere from the pitcher's box to the third base foul line to the first base foul line. He's like a cat out on the mound. Stretch by Bobby. The pitch, he squares around, butts it, foul down the first base line. Strike two. Nothing in two. The count on Pagliaroni. had just six base hits, but they've made them count. They lead three to two. The Red Sox have ten hits. Malzone leads off first. The stretch. The curve is in the dirt. Ball one. Nice play by Howard as he came up with that curveball. ball. 
Bobby stretches. Kurt swung and a missed strike three. First strikeout for Shans as he got the curveball by the catcher. Here's Lou Clinton, who struck out three times in line the left field. Wow. On deck is Don Button. down at Billy Herman, a third base coach. Miles on with a short lead off first base. Here's the stretch. The curve is hit high in the air to straightaway center field. Mantle going back. He's under it, though. Got the room and makes the catch in deep center. Man, it's a good thing he didn't pull that one. The furthest part of the park flies out to Mantle in deep center field for the second out. wanted to call time, but the plate umpire says no, not until Bobby Shans gets to the mound. The ball was in play. It had been relayed in from the outfield. So Howard did not get time called by plate umpire Johnny Stevens. He's out there talking with Shans. as Don Button, who was two for four steps in. He bounced to second, had two singles, and then lined to second base. Two out. The Red Sox down to their last out. They trail three to two on the bottom of the tenth. Malzone will open the inning with a single is at first. Stretch by Shans. Curve is swung and a missed strike one. On deck is Pumpsy Green, but the pitcher is due to be the next batter. Green filling in for Runnels, who was injured on the play at second base when Kubek slid into him. by Shannon. Curve is popped in the air by second base. Richardson right there. And Kubek makes the play and the ball game is over. And the Yankees really win a thriller. For the Red Sox in the bottom of the tenth, no runs, one hit, no Yankee errors, one man left. The Yankees win it in ten innings, three to two. And we sure hope you enjoy this game. And right now, Mel and I are going to help ourselves with something we know you'll enjoy. The crisp, refresher Valentine beer. The light beer with true lager flavor. That's Valentine. Hell, that was a dandy, wasn't it? Woo. Yes, Bill. It followed the pattern of the games that we've been having. And I'm delighted you got in on some of the excitement <laughs> that you have been watching at home these last few days. Yeah. It has gotten to the point where, uh, for example, the last three ball games, every pitch right uh has meant something you get into games sometimes where every pitch doesn't uh -huh. as such but yeah. every pitch for the last three ball games has meant everything in the world well in fact the last four when we had that uh, uh little short second game of double header <laughs> well let's see we got the totals in this ball game the New York Yankees to win it three runs on just six hits, no errors, and six men left. For the Red Sox, two runs on ten hits, two errors, and twelve men left. The winning pitcher is Bobby Shans in relief, his record four wins, three defeats. The loser is Mike Fornelli's in relief, his record seven wins, three defeats. The Yankees now lead Chicago by a game and a half. That's New York's 18th one-run win. They have lost 16, and the fourth extra-inning win for the Yankees, and they've lost seven. 
Well, that winds up another Valentine baseball broadcast. And now this is Bob Delaney saying that's all.